Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, dear sister. Welcome back. If you've been here before, so thrilled to have you here once again. And if you are brand new to the podcast, brand new to my world, big welcome to you. Thrilled that you're here. And I hope you find something here that's supportive, useful, and maybe even inspiring. If you listen to the intro, you know that um, my work is all about supporting women who are entering what I call the third chapter of life, which I believe and have experienced is the most juiciest, creative, richest, funnest, sexiest chapter of our lives, if we choose it. Um, And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe for sure, which we're going to definitely talk about in this episode specifically. And um, I'm really about really helping women, guiding women towards pleasure, right? To really do the healing work, to reclaim your pleasure, your sensuality, because it is absolutely a portal into the sacred feminine uh, portal into this wellspring of vitality, creativity, joy, pleasure, that is your birthright. And um, yeah, and I have a program, Second Spring Queen. I just before we dive in, I just want to say that it is open for enrollment. We start in early September. So our fall semester, I know I'm being very northern hemisphere centric there. So for my southern hemisphere goddesses, that would be the, um, I guess, spring semester for you. But we get started soon in early September with live sessions. And um, I just want to invite you, if you haven't already, to hop on a free call with me. I call these sessions your free Pleasure Queen activation session, where I will guide you through a body-based practice, um, um, a feminine spiritual practice where you can connect with that part of you that already knows pleasure. 
so that you can decide like from an embodied place, if my work is a good fit for you at this particular time in your life, if that program, it's a deep dive, you know, um, so you want to, you know, get, get a real feel from your body. Is this, a, is a, am I a yes? Am I a full body? Yes. Or not now or no. Right. So only way to find out is to, you know, meet and, um, you know, go in and connect with your body. So, and then I can give you the breakdown of the entire program, Second Spring Queen. Again, if you listen to the intro, you know that from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause is called Second Spring. It's considered to be a full sensual, sexual, and spiritual rebirth for a woman so that she can absolutely, you know, reclaim you know, parts of herself, rebirth her life, and just really create a masterpiece of her third chapter. So that's what I'm all about. Link is in the show notes to book that call with me. You'll also find a link to a program manual for Second Spring Queen. So if you're curious, just check that out. You can see everything that's offered there in the program and the pricing, how I break it down and all of that. So it's all there, very robust. And uh, yeah, it's there for you if you want to check it out. So I would love if it's calling you, I would absolutely love to see you on that call. And perhaps even in the program with us this fall, I think it's a really exciting time to be on the planet really exciting time to be doing work around embodying our sensuality. I've spoken about this before. There's a lot of cosmic support for this right now um, in the astrology. I did a whole couple of episodes on that. You can look through uh, the Venusian revolution, I'm calling it. It has to do with some planetary aspects that are very active. And uh, it's just, it's a really good time, right? If you're interested in that, um, that concept of new earth, that humanity is evolving um, rapidly, quantum leaping, if you will. And I feel this is my, my small contribution to that. And, um, this is, this is what I do. So, <laughs> all right. So this week's episode, I want to dive into why I feel that sensual pleasure is the ultimate antidote to ageism. Yeah. And if you are entering menopause, perimenopause, menopause, maybe in your midlife journey, maybe well into the third chapter of your life, I don't have to tell you that ageism is a thing. It's everywhere. Fear-mongering around growing older, especially for women, is is rampant. And we see it in all kinds of advertising. We see it in, of course, Hollywood and movies and all kinds of um, things coming at us. For all the all the things coming at us, there's a lot there and it's really easy to buy into it and it's really easy to internalize it. And I, I feel like that's almost where it becomes the most toxic. When we start to really internalize it, our here's the thing, our bodies are always listening and responding to our thoughts. And if we have a narrative of, of um, ageism running in our brain, it's going to absolutely affect our physical body and our mental health, um, our vitality, our radiance, our beauty, everything gets affected, our creativity. What happens is um, it, it blocks our chi, it blocks our energy. It's a heavy vibration. It's a negative, heavy vibration, like it's like a form of shame, really, actually. And I talked about shame in a previous episode. I think, was it two episodes ago? Maybe last episode. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a heavy, toxic vibration that I feel is in many ways meant to stop a woman in her tracks, especially as we enter into um, the third chapter of our lives where many of us and so many women that come to my work, you know, say something similar to this, like, 
um, I feel like I'm being put out to pasture. I'm getting this from all sides. And um, there's something in me that just knows that's not true, that wants to defy the lie that um, has a hunch that there's something more. There's got to be more. And I just want to say that there is more. There is so much more. And um, we have, like I said, the intro of the podcast, we have way more agency to claim that more than we're led to believe. Because let's face it, ageism sells, right? It turns us into, this is going to sound harsh, but turns us into cash cows. There's a lot of people that can profit from us when we are petrified of aging, right? So just to be clear, my work is not about (laughs) anti-aging. It's very pro-age, but it's pro-pleasure, right? It's pro-vitality. It's um, (laughs) pro-orgasm. It's pro-goddess. It's pro-feminine. It's um, pro-pro-choice for sure, but (laughs) pro-radiance. Um, I can go on and on. I, I really like to align more with pro than anti. So sometimes I know the anti-aging industry and cosmetics and whatnot is um, very profitable because people are, 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 women are afraid of, of growing older. So I never want to give that impression that, that my work is anti-aging. I am pro-aging. I feel that life can get better and better. You know, just like a fine wine, for sure. And that has been my experience. But it does take um, some constant vigilance, if a willingness to really continue to look at the mindset um, within ourselves of how we view our own aging and what's coming at us and being able to call it out, call ourselves out and call it out when it's coming at us and making a different choice, right? Choosing differently. So in this episode, I want to share just a couple of Examples of that in my own life fairly recently, um, how, how pleasure really had helped, helped me, um, notice what was going on and, and make different, a different choice. Yeah. So I feel that when we aren't in our bodies, in our, when we're not inhabiting our feminine landscape and we do that, the first step really is through, through, through pleasure, right? To make that decision that our sensuality is valid and, you know, worthy of embodying and a pathway in honestly to our, our divinity, our sacred feminine. So you've heard me say this before that, you know, our sensual pleasure is a portal right in to so many things into the sacred feminine, right? It's a portal into our vast emotional range, which is a part of the sacred feminine, right? So it's not about just, being this calm, serene, in the flow all the time goddess, which is definitely a part of it. There's a huge emotional range, including our rage, our grief, you know, our whatever we're feeling. It, it's, um, pleasure helps us really have the tools, really the embodiment tools to connect with our emotions in an embodied way, like our sensuality, our sensual pleasure, our sensual arts, if you will, give space for all of who we are. And when we're not connected to that, again, I think pleasure is the first step in for, for so many women. Um, we, we can just be cut off from this wisdom. Yeah. And pleasure is, um, a portal right into this, this knowing, this, this sensate aliveness, this sentient 
knowingness of our bodies. And you could say like this knowingness in your heart starts waking up. And the tools I use for this is, um, you know, breath work and, and sensual movement and, um, orgasmic cultivation practices, like that all that awake awakens your pleasure is, um, our tools to awaken your, your body's wisdom. Yeah. So, yeah. So when we have those tools and we practice those arts, this, this aliveness, this knowing, this wisdom can wake up within us where we are much more attuned to what's right and what's wrong, which is why, you know, in uh, that, that pleasure queen activation session, I, I steer you towards your pleasure so that you, you've access to this and, and know the right choice for you, if that makes sense, right? Allowing pleasure to run through your system, really basic practices can be a beautiful way to start. But when you have enough pleasure running through your system, you start to awaken this feminine wisdom. And you can take it deeper and deeper, the deeper you go into cultivation of your um, sexual pleasure, your orgasm, when you start to really do the work of awakening your yoni or your vagina and all the beautiful erotic anatomy that um, is involved with your yoni, then you literally wake up this deep, wise, sensate part of you that can guide your life in, I feel, such a much more authentic way than your brain or your logic because we've been so taught and conditioned to override the body, right, from that part, the brain, and think things, try to figure them out, or does that logically make sense? And the thing is, that doesn't hold a lot of power. Yeah, pleasure can be the antidote to ageism, because it turns on our our feminine wisdom. And then again, we can see right through the bullshit. Yeah. And I feel that this is maybe why so many women entering midlife start to really feel a lot of rage rise up, anger rise up, because it's like this feminine truth is rising up and kind of interfacing with um, cultures and systems that are basically telling you you're being put out to pasture, that it's the beginning of the end and all that stuff. And that feminine part of you is not having it, right? This wild primal femme part of this, that was my experience going through menopause, said, hell no, I think there's more. And, um, you know, usually that part of you will lead you to where you need to go as long as you honor that part of you. If you honor that desire, that yearning, which in feminine practice is sacred, right? And in masculine spiritual practice, that's been, you know, demonized as something that you need to, um, override or overcome or transcend that pulsating yearning, that desire is something you really want to tune into. And we access that through, you know, the, the, the pleasure arts, the sensual arts, where we can like step by step start to um, clear blocks that we have to experiencing this and really open up new pathways so that you can have this energy running through you clearly. So ageism is definitely a thing. And it's something that you want to be aware of if you want to really live a vital third chapter of your life, you want to be able to really call it out in yourself and in in others, like you want to notice when it's coming at you, right, and steer yourself in another direction. And the way to do that really is to awaken your pleasure, awaken your yoni, I feel it's the best, the best way to to um, kind of get that embodied information. But I just want to give you a couple of examples in my own life over the past couple of years, where this um, 
was coming at me and how my yoni really steered me in, in a in a better place. So the first one is um, I had a knee injury a couple of years ago, and I do a lot of hiking. I do a lot of intense hiking, and it's something that um, my husband and I are into. We have a group of friends and my sons and their friends. We have this huge hiking group, actually. <laughs> sometimes it's huge, sometimes it's smaller, but we love to go up to um, the Adirondack Mountains. If you're familiar with that, they're they're pretty steep, high peak mountains. They're called the Forty. Sixers. So it's this thing we've been doing, having fun with it. They're super challenging. And I'm really, it's a big thing that I love to do, really passionate about it. And then I was having this knee pain, super annoying. I'm sure you know what that's like to have to stop what you love and or to have pain doing what you love. It's a huge hassle. So yeah, I started having this knee pain. So I went to see a sports medicine doctor and he was, I don't know, maybe in his 40s. And he's just started kind of coming at me with this, this ageist kind of speak, you know, like, oh, well, what do you expect? You know, when you're eight, you're, it's your, you know, it's your age basically. And let's get some x-rays. Oh yeah. They came back and yes, you definitely have arthritis settling in. And mm, yeah, it's just a matter, matter of time where, you know, surgery might be an option. Give me this whole spiel, right? And, you know, not to shame anybody who chooses surgery, that can be absolutely the option and maybe necessary at times for sure. But something in my body was like, wait now, <laughs> my desire, my, my, my yoni was speaking up saying, I, I don't know. And I, I just had this kind of, you know, rage bubble up inside of me. And I just kind of, you know, went my own way, really got into my own practice around it where part of what I do in my own sensual practice and what I share with my clients is that we really want to honor our emotional range, right? Bring it into our sensual practice so we can tap into the wisdom of our emotions. So I was feeling a lot of anger and rage or frustration around this experience. So I just brought it into my practice, my sensual movement, my breath work, you know, really tuning in to my own embodied feminine, my yoni, my, my feminine wisdom around it. And just sat with the yearning of like, I think there's something different. There's something more for me. There's something better. There's another option out there. So I was just, you know, playing around with that. And then sure enough, this is how I've noticed it works is that I started getting these intuitive hits about, um, going barefoot. <laughs> and I did an episode. You can check it out. Um, in the beginning of the summer this year, I think it was back in May or June on barefoot hiking and the sensuality of going barefoot. So I started doing the training I needed to do. You don't want to hop into it too quick, but um, I started doing the training I needed to do to get the the flexibility and the tone back in my feet so that I can start to barefoot hike, you know, being in the woods barefoot, you know, on the trail. And it completely healed my knee issue. No issue anymore. So I was like, wow, that is beautiful. And that all came from that, you know, willingness to feel my rage around that and to get into my desire of wanting more, right? And not shaming myself for wanting more, but like allowing that desire to be embodied, that yearning and knowing that it would lead me somewhere that I wanted to go that was more in alignment for me. So not to say the barefoot's for everybody, but it was absolutely the ticket for me, right? I think it's all, you know, very specific to us um, and our own desires. So that was really empowering. Another um, experience I want to share with you that was more recent in April of this year, I got COVID and 
let's see, it was like day two of having the flu-like symptoms um, of just aches and fever and just feeling crappy. Um, all of a sudden, my shoulder, my left shoulder completely froze up. And my range of motion went from like full range of motion to like almost nothing. It was very painful and all this nerve pain. And um, yeah, it was just very limiting, very frustrating because I am very in my body, love to use my body, love to, you know, do a lot with my body. So I was just very frustrated. And so I started going to physical therapy. And at first I was like, okay, this this is good. This this feels right. But then I started um feeling into the way that the I had different physical therapists in this practice. I'd see different young young women every time I went. And I was just noticing that a lot of the language they were using was ageist, right? And just saying like subtle things that they don't even realize they're saying, I think, of like, yeah, when we get older, yep, it's hard to accept this kind of thing happening and all this stuff. And I, again, my rage kicked in. I was like, I don't know. I think there's, there's something more here for me that I need to explore. And they were also telling me it's going to take about a year to really, you know, get some improvement to, to have this heal. And, and, uh, it just wasn't liking the vibe in general. Right. So again, brought it into my practice and let my, let myself feel the fullness of, of the rage and not blaming or shaming them and how they do their practice, whatever. But I was more like, okay, what does this mean to me? Let me feel the full fury of this <laughs> and, you know, really tune in to, to my desire around it and my yoni desire for more around it. And sure enough, what came in was I was led to a different practitioner, a chiropractor who does this incredible technique with nerve release, nerve release therapy. I think it's called incredibly painful. And within two sessions, my range of motion was increased by um, 80%. It was incredible. So that, those are just two very real body-based examples of how, you know, tuning in, you know, first of all, recognizing, wow, I'm feeling some ageism here. And am I going to buy into this? Am I going to drink the Kool-Aid? Or can I tune into my own embodied wisdom, my own yoni, my own desire for vitality really is so strong such a strong passion for vitality. And so when I did, the universe came back with um, these these amazing uh, solutions, different ways of, of uh, addressing it. So I just wanted to share that very practical application, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's it. I think I just wanted to share a bit on that. And, um, you know, just notice when, it, when ageism is, is coming up in your life, again, an ageist belief that you might have you know, really taken in and not even know that um, it's it's running you, right? Notice when you're being self-deprecating and blaming it on your age. Yeah, because I guarantee you when you say memory loss, for example, 20-somethings have memory loss all the time as well. They have brain fog just as much as we do, right? So just don't buy into any of that crap, in my opinion. And just um, any any provider that you go to, you know, just have a filter on about it. Like, hmm, was that ageist? And did did my body react to that? How did my body react to that? Did you have a contraction? Did you feel a heaviness? You want to start to tune in to the language of your body around these ageist beliefs. Again, whether they're internalized or externalized, so that you can start to unpack it and um, allow your body to guide you to better choices. And again, you'll get a stronger 
connection to that guidance. Absolutely. When you um, step on the path of sensual pleasure, and especially when you start to really wake up your yoni and uh, she never lies, she'll always guide you in the right direction. (laughs) All right, my love, that's all for this episode. I'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, and perhaps you're curious, you want to know more, you want to go deeper, I've created a free masterclass for you to explore. It's called the Vital Goddess Masterclass. And in that masterclass, we go deeper into the concepts that I cover here in the podcast, basically all about reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your unique expression of the sacred feminine and rebirthing your life at midlife with the Taoist jade egg practice. It's pretty robust. You want to carve out some time to really take in the information, but you can find um, a link to that in the show notes. It's totally free. And I would love it if you check that out. There's a lot there and I think you'll get a lot of value out of it packed with value. Very robust. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. I would so appreciate that as well. I just really feel the world's going to be a better place the more that um, that we connect as turned on women. And if you happen to be listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, it's never been easier to leave a review. And I would so appreciate it if you did that. And um, it's really easy to scroll down. You'll see a little place where you can just type in a review. It used to be more complicated, but on the app, they've made it super easy. And that is a way for women to find this podcast, women who need it the most. So if you have the time, it would only take about 60 seconds now with this new situation. You could just scroll down and leave a review. Be so deeply appreciated. All right. Bye for now. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. I will catch you next time. Take care.